You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 796. Somebody do something. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. And no, the title isn't about trying to wake up politicians to any of the current crises. Crises? Crises. Crises. Because that would get F all done. Um, Yeah, folks, that's F all spelled E-double-F dash A-double-L. Yeah, because this is a family-friendly show. so we It is. Yeah. But the weird part is, Probably nearly everyone, including any children who may be listening to this show, know already know exactly what it was that I said. <laughs> you could have just moved on. Could have, could have, could have. Well, dude, could have. CD outstrips <laughs> anybody with Everything. OCD that I know. Everyone. Just, anyway. Anyway, so in wonder of how much hype detect that was happening prior to COVID-19 that just isn't going on at the moment. What the heck are analysts and tech podcasters supposed to talk about, Gaz? Um, um, um stuff. Um, stuff. I got a lot of stuff, actually. I you was quite do. surprised. I was quite surprised at just how much news I was able, able to draw out for Gazzy Snippet. So, and we've had an article in the, uh, and so there's loads of stuff to talk about here. I know. I this know is actually going to be a very else. full podcast. Hmm. Very full. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it there, you know, awful as most people. Yeah. Say. Uh, Gaz, how much of what we currently have in our show notes did we have at uh, quarter after 10? It is now 1130. Um, we had none of what we've yeah. currently got. I, I think you notes. could refer to that as F all. <laughs> that's E double F. That's not L. That's how it's spelled. Helpful. So. What have you been up to? Um, well, as it's been really nice here in the UK, I've spent most <laughs> of my time in the garden uh, listening to podcasts while doing all those jobs that I'd never have gotten around to otherwise. <laughs> um, I would, if it was wet and nasty outside, be inside at my Mac. <laughs> Trying out Final Cut 10 and Logic 10. But while it's a nice, No. In the evenings, we've been playing, well, Game of Thrones Risk. Crib. Wait, 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 hold on. Game of Thrones Risk. Yeah, yeah, you know the game Risk? Of course. Well, there is a Game of Thrones version. Oh, okay. No, I see, I want to have a Game of Thrones Monopoly version. Oh, right. Where people have <laughs> swords instead of like little cars and thimbles and things like that. Yeah, very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and crib or cribbage, as people might know it, and all manner of card, other card and board games. Um, so no IT stuff apart from those quiet moments when I get and sit in front of my iPad or the Apple TV and watch Star Wars in sequential order. I'm now on um, uh, four. How long? How long did it take you to get through one? Okay. <laughs> God, that kid was annoying. 
Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I don't mind. I can put up with it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it is a bit, but I got yeah. through it. I got through it. But then one, two, three, and then there's, there's a couple of extras in there because in sequential order, timeline wise, this is not sequential order of when the films were made. This no. is sequential order when you're supposed to watch the film. So obviously Han, a Star Wars story, it drops in there. Rogue One drops in there. And there's another one I think that drops in there as well. Yeah. And, I'm up and to, the Trade Federation, boy, were they scary. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Ooh, anyway. Ooh, I get I'm, shivers I'm, just thinking about it. <laughs> give me shivers. Um, <laughs> um, and they're, they're so powerful as well. Yeah. Oh, Roger, well. Roger. Uh, hang, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You, I didn't know you was going to do that. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. There you go. I knew you'd find it. <laughs> <laughs> guess what else they've got? What? Victory. Victory. <laughs> uh, and then there was the famous line from the first one, which was, Hello. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm on. I'm currently. Got, I've got to return of the Jedi. <laughs> okay, and then obviously I've got the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and the most recent movie, which actually isn't on Disney Plus over here in the UK yet. Oh, I don't even know if it's here yet. I haven't even. Like, I so, haven't so they're holding it back off Disney Plus just for the time being, just in case people thought that, that you'd get all of the movies because there was lots of hype about Dis, um, Pixar's latest movie. Um, in the cinemas and they thought, well, that, that'll be streamed. It'll go straight to Disney plus, but it's not on there yet, folks. So oh, uh, what was that? What was the name of that Pixar flick that just came out? I can't remember what the name of it was, but I know it's not on. Um, it Disney is here. Plus it is here. Is it? It's not over here. Oh, I can't think. I watched it too. It was the one with the, the trolls and elves and dragons and yeah. all that set yeah, in yeah, modern yeah. times. Yeah. I was not expecting much from that movie. Uh, it's supposed to be quite good. I was pleasantly surprised. Onward. Is it Onward? Yes. Onward. Onward. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's not in the, it's not been released on Disney plus in the UK yet. My, okay. Well, I think yeah. you'll enjoy I, it. I think you'll enjoy it when it comes out. Cool. Cer- know, certainly just, more than, than you'll enjoy the first, second, and third Star Wars movies. <laughs> of course, my, that, that doesn't yeah. set the bar very high. Yeah, no, it doesn't. That's pretty low, actually. Um, uh, and you've, I've completely thrown me now because I was oh, going to say Smiths. Um, and I'm just onto the fourth. We've just had the release of the fourth Mandalorian. So the fourth episode. Okay. Yeah, and that, that's a good series. Or the five. No, fifth. Sorry, not the fifth. The fifth one's just been released. Oh, that so. one's terrible. Wait, <laughs> 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 okay, hold on. There seems to be no sign of intelligent, intelligent life anywhere. anywhere. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, okay. Um, well, for me, the novelty of working from home is, has definitely worn off, uh, especially since the tech involved is difficult, overly complicated, and doesn't seem to work all the time. Plus, <laughs> plus the added distraction of snacks and drinks. Uh, also, oh, that's a killer. That is. It is. You've seen you've seen all the memes, haven't you? There, there was one recently where where there were two really large people looking at the door after uh, COVID nineteen, after you know the lock in, saying, "How the hell are we going to get out?" Yeah. And th- there was a video, I think, I think it was on YouTube of some guy that was walking through a neighborhood on a trash pickup day. And yeah. he goes by all the recycling containers and they're all filled with liquor bottles and beer bottles. and all kinds <laughs> yeah. of things. It's like, yeah, what else are people going to do? Yeah. There's a, there's a video here of somebody who's, who's basically set up a bin so they can 
stand up in the bin and run away right or the bin and the the the, the workers that are still going around because they're still collecting the bins here which is good you know so we'd have a yeah. lot of rubbish in our gardens yeah we would um, so well done guys um and this bin would suddenly gets it comes rushing over towards it to pick it up and get it so he can put it on the lorry and it takes and off this bin run and the bin runs away <laughs> well you I'll sent me you the what. one of the guy yeah. that was like in the bush costume Yes, so that he yeah, could sneak around outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, that was there, good. There are some. There are some good stuff out there. Social media. I think. I don't know what we'd have done without social media if this had back happened back in like 2005. Oh wow. no, no, no! It, it would have. I mean, the, the entire world world would have collapsed. Ugh, well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, how about you, guy? Well, also, well, uh, Carl yeah. Madden from the Mac and Forth mm-hmm. podcast has turned me on many years later to yes. Plex. Yeah, well, I've had a go at Plex a couple of times, and it's never really done it for me, but how well, about you? Well, the, the one it? thing I haven't been able to figure out yet, because I, I, you know, my, the, the, the folder slash hard drive that I use for all of my media, a lot of which I've gotten from Apple, uh, is separate, and I don't always have it on because I don't like to have a ton of hard drives on when I know I'm getting ready to record or, or do something along those lines. Mm. so every time I, I turn Plex on, it's like, Oh, I don't have, I haven't set up my, my, inter, you know, my local drive that has all of my content on it. So what I'm not sure about, and I'm sure somebody in, in will send us comments, you know, seven or three, four, three, six, nine, five, zero one. And let me know if, uh, if content from Apple can be streamed to Plex. That's, okay. That's, yeah. Good, that's good a question. question. Good question. Okay. Well, that's, you see, you need you need a you need a little server, a Mac Mini server, mate. That's what you need. Yeah, and you know, I had, I think it was like a year ago, I had two Mac Minis here in this house, and now they're both gone. I gave one to my brother. My brother. Well, Bill. There, there you go. What can I say to you? Because I'm a super nice guy. That's you what are, it is. And, and I'm I, such a super nice guy. I'm going to let you guess what. What. Take the MyMac recent article. We have one too. Yay! It's not all podcasts at MyMac. Uh, this not. is the. Oh, you know what? Before I do that, there is something I have to check. Okay, go on then. And it's it's mostly it's mostly that I I have the sound bit that I need. Ah, ah! Have you got it? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm on the, oh, yes, I have yes, it now. Okay, yeah, good. Well good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that wasn't yeah. like a showstopper at all. The Excel really. Power Dot Office and Power Dot Wall Charger. This is a by Mr. Sklorenwar. This is Sklorenwar. See? You have failed pronouncing my name wrong for the last time. Well, this show, certainly. Uh, the PowerDot Office and PowerDot Wall Charger are charging solutions for your devices and smart, speak- uh, smart speakers from Excel. Excel. Excel? Excel. Sure. Both feature power outlets, various USB charging ports, and a place to house an Amazon Echo Dot. Because that's a feature everybody wants. Both models are available in either black and white, black or white, uh, setup for the PowerDot Office is literally plug and play. The unit is fairly large, and it is, but it needs to be in order to include four power outlets, three USB uh, USB A power outlets, one USB C power outlet, power button, area to place the smart speaker or other smart devices, 
and the long power cord. Uh, if you'd like to read more about what Warren said about this device, go on over to the mymac.com website and check it out. Excellent. Well done. Yeah. It did, you, Except you, that little part where I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not happened at all today. Yet. No, no, and and even yeah. weirder, if you listen to this show backwards, it it comes out in the correct order. It's so odd. It, co- it comes out with some sort of sense. It does. Paul is oh. dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm going to go to, straight to, in to Beatles. To, uh, <sighs> I'm going to jump straight into Gaz's snippets. Thank God. Thank yes. Apple sources 20 million face marks. Blue face masks. Now, before I jump Paul in is dead. to the next bit of that, um, <laughs> no wonder nobody can get any because Apple have been and sourced them all. Um, they've also designed and shipped face shields for medical workers. Good. Apple reportedly acquiring Next VR for 100 million. Now, I think. I got a feeling that we might have mentioned this. I can't remember, but next VR is a company that melds virtual reality yeah. with sports, music, and entertainment. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. No, <laughs> it's just yeah. You know, I got into an argument on Twitter. Oh, as, did as I am, Yeah, I know. I know. As I am want to do. Shocker. Uh, there was an article from Apple Insider talking about how the the new 2020 iPad was kind of a snooze because. Uh, it didn't include anything about, you know, VR, or AR, other than LiDAR and something like that. It was like, you know, currently AR and VR is like 3D TV for computers. Very little content and the the devices that it's installed on aren't really meant for it. And so who cares? Sorry, I just took over your whole... Well, actually, I, I let you go a little bit because my next one is the 2020 iPad Pros do not have the U1 ultra wide band chips. Ugh. There they're wasn't the iPhone, room. They're in the iPhone 11. <laughs> there's a wide. The iPhone 11, but they're not there. And I fix it. I've tried to strip down the iPad to find them, and they can't. Apple donates 10 million to One World Together at Home COVID 19 fundraiser. Um, this is quite funny. Microsoft hires Apple's former wireless tech chief for its hardware division. Oh, okay. Good. Mm. That makes total Their wireless tech. Wireless tech. Yeah. Now, I just hope he wasn't doing the airports. Um, (laughs) Apple has no plans to phase out its successful Beats hardware brand, so say someone. Um... (laughs) I mean, who knows? But well, they've got no well, plans. You know what? Eventually, Apple will collapse into the dustbin of history, and at that point, there won't be beats either. No, that's true. Clips update adds Mickey and Minnie Mouse stickers, Ooh. split duplicate tools. Go over Thank and goodness. try Clips out. That's getting a lot of use at the moment, Clips is, I'll tell you. Apple releases iOS and iPad 13.4.1 with fix for a FaceTime Bug. Apple launches uh, music. Apple Music launches 50 million COVID 19 advance, advance royalty fund to help indie labels. That's good. 
Um, Apple CEO Tim Cook makes a surprise appearance on The Tonight Show via FaceTime. Whoopie doo. Bet he sounds better than a host. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Yeah, that bit, that's going to come up later on. It might well do. Apple's SMS one-time passcode proposal moves forward with help from Google. There you go. So do you want to know a little bit more about that? I would. Apple's effort to develop a standardized format for one-time passcodes sent through SMS messages is moving forward with the help of Google engineers as the proposal this month garnered official status as a web platform incubator community group specification draft. There you go. Yeah, see this, what this could be used for is all of these people stuck at home that can't figure out how to log, <laughs> log on to their work systems. So you got a one-time passcode that helps you connect to the network where you work at. Now, this one, I don't know how, how far down it's moved on, but Apple TV three owners report issues viewing YouTube content, um, and they think that Google appeared to have handicapped its YouTube support for third-generation Apple TV. But... I'm not sure where it's hap- what's happened to it since. Well, so, I mean, the uh, whole, the whole, isn't that, that whole up? device? It the whole device is basically kind of browser based. Mm. So I think this is more on Apple to well, repair. Well, 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 well. That's that's not the indication, but I'll keep an eye on that for uh, next week because okay. we might have no news next week. Apple <laughs> working out plans to safely bring over 1,000 interns for online and in-person roles. Uh, Apple is shipping replacement AirPods with unreleased firmware, creating a pair <laughs> huh. issue. This is huh. this is this has been a bit of a problem. I can yeah, tell just you just a little. Uh, Apple has released Watch OS 6.2.1 with a FaceTime audio bug fix. Oh, deja vu. Mm. Uh, Mac OS Catalina 10.15.4 supplemental update released with bug fixes. Bouvardet. <laughs> Apple Pay's Express Transit feature now supported in 275 Chinese cities. I'm wow. not going to say anything because Stanford University yeah, and on, Apple partner on. <laughs> on new COVID-19 app for first responders. Good. Good. Apple music launches stream local to support South African artists. That's good. Apple creates an iPad based at home learning program for kids enduring COVID-19 lockdowns. Yeah. See, mm. except the problem is they, they, they keep trying to use the dog ate my homework excuse. Yeah, can't anymore. No. A dog, a dog, a dog <laughs> ate my iOS device. Um, and now uh, Apple cuts the HomePod pricing for employees. Well, mm. nobody else, but you know. That, that, that's that's what I've said. Yeah, Apple cuts HomePod pricing for employees. Now, this one, I just thought I'd raise this because we make the occasional mistake, and I read what? this, and it says Apple releases thirteen point forty one point one with Bluetooth <laughs> and FaceTime bug fixes. Uh, th- I just made me laugh because they got thirteen point forty one. That's a lot. That's a lot of releases. Yeah. Analysts, and analysts you have to expect- install them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, sequentially, <laughs> Apple expects um, analysts expects Apple to launch new iPhone SE in mid April mm. and a six point seven inch iPhone. <laughs> Uh, 12 in October. Well, of course he is because who doesn't want a phone that you can't even put in your pocket anymore? 
Apple TV Plus widens free access as Disney Plus passes 50 million subscribers. Yes. All good stuff. All good stuff. Now, iOS devices accounted for 44% of all US smartphone activations in the quarter one of 2020. So iOS devices accounted for 44% of all US smartphone activations in the first quarter. The highest number of activations Apple has seen in a single quarter since 2016. Yeah, I saw something that was, it's not quite this, but it was related. They were talking about how... um, Interest in buying new pieces, like new PCs, is like through the roof. I'll come on to that. Oh, okay. Come on. Sorry. I'll come on to that. That's right. Um, you can get 3% cash back at uh, Walgrave drive through with a physical Wait, Apple card. Walgreens, not Walgraves. It's a pharmacy. Oh, Walgreens. Sorry. I, don't think, sorry. I don't think a pharmacy well, wants written, to be known as. I know. I, I'm just saying, I don't think that a pharmacy wants to be associated <laughs> with something that says Walgraves. <laughs> now i'm i'm gonna can i redo that then? sure get three percent cash back at walgraves drive-through <laughs> with physical apple card Wal- yeah. graves drive-through yeah just drop yeah. them off right yeah. here we'll take care of it <laughs> apple, <laughs> apple, apple drive-through cemetery there you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's pretty much what they've become anyway now. <laughs> I'll carry on while you well, laugh. I'm Apple sorry. challenges voice voiceover internet pal's latest patent suit claims asserted IP is invalid. Uh, Apple on Friday countered a renewed legal pursuit from VoIP-PAL, an entity that leverages voiceover IP patents against larger technology yeah. firms, while, saying while it releasing does not nothing. Yeah, saying it does not infringe on the patent in suit and attests the property's claims are invalid. Uh, this was quite interesting to me that IKEA's HomeKit smart blinds are now available to order, um, and they've got HomeKit, I think, now on them. Um, they've, they've had loads and loads and loads of problems with that, I tell you. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, yeah, so I, I was really looking forward to those coming out and getting them, but then I've heard so many problems with them, and there, there's a few issues, well, and they're not that I, good. I, I and love, there's wires hanging down. So. I love all of these smart home devices that, that people install and then never change the default passwords and then wonder why their house looks like a poltergeist has gone through it as everything goes crazy. <laughs> Now, Mac shipments estimated to be down over 20% while demand surges in quarter one 2020. So Apple Mac shipments are estimated to have been down over 20% in the first quarter of 2020, according to new data shared by Canalyst this week. The shuttering of business and factories around the world has caused severe delay in production and logistical issues, leading to a worldwide PC shipment fall of 8% year on year. Uh, top vendor rankings remain stable, with Lenovo continuing to lead the PC market with 12.8 million units shipped. HP came second with 11.7 million units, followed by Dell with 10.5 million units. Now, I did see another um, item which was talking about the thing that I think you were going to mention, which was around the fact that lots of people are now working from home, so a uh, requirement for PCs has actually gone up right. during this period. Um, so this was kind of concentrating on the first quarter and actual figures coming out rather than hearsay figures, which uh, is what I think uh, you were coming up with. Well, everything is hearsay. 
Um, yeah. As far as, as well, I mean, as far as like sales and, and shipments and everything, I mean, it's, yeah. we're, we're relying on companies that are trying to make themselves look good with releasing relevant and proper and true information. That's what we're relying on as far as during, all of this stuff during goes. A, during a period where everybody knows that they're actually doing quite badly. Yes. Um, so that's the end of Gazzy Snippets. That was an excellent, excellent Gaza Snippets. Thank you. It was it um, was filled with laughs and tears and uh, and and not 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 really bit a bit of drama. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, we should turn now, we should turn it into an Apple TV Apple TV series. <laughs> it's yeah. Right, right after the morning show, it's Gaza Snippets. It'd go viral. Yeah. Go viral. Yeah. Um, Okay, so um, do you want me to take us out, Guy? Sure. I'm going to play a very apt um, piece, which does all the work for the outro. Are you ready? I'm ready. Stand by <laughs> to stand by, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men, on the My Mac Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to My Mac Podcast, point two, or dot two, or period two, but we won't go there again. No, don't go um, there again. Um so, Guy, yeah, you you've put quite a good section in here, and it all came about from a text that I sent you earlier. Yeah, it seems where you I, were actually I, kind of making fun of me. I, I was like, huh. I wasn't making fun of you. What I was, I asked you a simple question, a simple, straightforward question, and about fifteen texts later, I think I finally got an answer <laughs> from you. And in the meantime, you came up with this whole section. I did. I did. So yeah. weird. See, this is the way my mind, I was almost said works. Yeah. But this, that's... folks, this is the way guy's mind works. Hello. See what I mean? Damn. I keep hearing that. It's like this voice okay. in my head. Okay. Um, now because of the current conditions, uh, every, a lot of people are working from home and what we have discovered is that working from home solutions suck especially for those people that weren't tech inclined to begin with. And honestly, Gaz, how hard was it really to set the clock on a VCR back in the day? You know, that was easy. Yeah. But you'd walk into anyone's house and all you would see is 12, 12, 12. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were never really set up for this, were we? No, we I weren't. Mean, the VCR, they, they never, they never realized what they were doing and they never took a hint from everybody's house when you know you went in and saw that flashing number. It's like people's microwaves and ovens after a, a power cut. Yeah, and a lot of people are still like that. Or you, you go into their car, they replace the battery in their car, 
And, you know, you have no idea what time it is. Anyway, anyway. right. <laughs> How did we get off on that? Uh, so what is it that we really need? How about technology, Gaz, that has been around practically since computers became a thing? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm talking about is simple, dumb terminals that are little more than a box with a rudimentary operating system and a browser. Um, and I don't know what that, the etch inside. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Inside of the box doesn't have to be all that since most of the actual computing would be online. As far as connections go, built in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth think, for wireless. I think, I think that means the tech inside. Oh, okay. That would actually make more sense than <laughs> what I've got written there. Here, I'm going to, I'm going to fix that. Here we go. There. There. How's that? The itch, the the itch, itch inside. <laughs> so all this box would need. But that could so, be titch. Then, so, oh, okay. Well, you can put a T on there. You can put a T. <laughs> so <laughs> such a serious topic that has already gone sideways. <laughs> <laughs> so what this box would have but yep. as we, as we try desperately, so very desperately to move on. From, and everybody's shaking their head going, I can see all of their devices are flashing 12, except you're wrong because guys OCD and my OCD wouldn't allow us to leave that happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would, st- it would still be flashing and it wouldn't be the correct time, but it would be incremental. It would still yes. move on. Yes. So when it, when it was actually two 30 in the afternoon, it would be blinking. Carry on. Carry, they, get it. they get it. Move okay. On. They get it. Okay. So the box it. would have built in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth for wireless. Yeah. Uh, a couple of USB-C ports and an mm-hmm. Ethernet port as well. Uh, of course, a um, uh, some some kind of monitor port, whether that would be HDMI or um, well, I guess you could use USB-C ports for that as well. Anyway, it would it, you know this this box would not have much to it, and you could have it set up by the network people at your company so that. It would, you know, all you had to do was turn it on, put in your, you know, if you have an identity card that you use to get onto your network, that, or type in your, your name and your password with a, you know, a one-time, as we were talking about this earlier, a, a one-time cipher code that would go between your little terminal box and your company's network so that they could identify each other back and forth. So that nobody could, you know, break in and, and see stuff. So, uh, some of the questions I have Gaz is, right. uh, how do you think the experience would be different from what we do right now? Working from home. <laughs> this, this is really difficult for me because I've had no problems working yeah. from home. Everything's worked fine for me. Um, dumb terminals with a box. Um, it, it, it would mean that y- you would probably um, you'd probably have a dedicated area because if it's a dumb terminal, often it's not a movable device or as easily a movable device. Um, whereas a lot of people now working from home, obviously um, they'll do it with laptops, and that, I think that's where a lot of the connectivity issues come in. Um, it, it, <laughs> Well, it, it could be that they could be I, I, a, a laptop-sized re- device. 
I, I'm not really sure what what the where the questions trying to lead me. Well, as far I, as far as the online experience, oh, it'd be awful because you know this would be a box which you'd have in one place, and you know, no, no, it, it's it it'd be like carrying a phone round, really, wouldn't it? Because if you wanted to move it from room to room, it's it'd be so much worse than the, what we do now. Okay, come on. All right. Uh, what kind of apps would you have, or would your company allow you to have, and how much choice would there be? And by choice, I mean would would you be able to put on? Do you think you would be able to put on your own applications? No. From no. outside, or would you no. have to choose from no. available applications yep. that yep. the company allows you to yep. have? Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly that, because that's kind of what happens now to a degree. Right. Certainly in our organization, there is a, uh, a store um, where we can go and, and, you know, we're able to get certain uh, applications, but they're all generally work orientated um, or got something to do with it. So, um, yeah, that, that, that would definitely be very restricted. Right. Um, and kind of leading back to how things would you know, be different from now. I, I think um, if we had to permanently stay at home, this would be a device which would then probably be sitting somewhere in your house in in an office part. So you you wouldn't be moving it around. You would just leave it in one one spot, um, and you you would then dedicate an area um, to yourself, wouldn't you? So well, possibly. But remember that that this is different from what they used to do because in in the olden days it was like this huge box that basically looked like a, a little tv set that had a green screen and a built-in uh typewriter so what we have now you know you could it, like for example take the um uh the the google chrome laptops which isn't that far removed from what it is that we're talking about mm. where almost all of your applications are online. Now Google, because of, of such an outcry when it first came out, kind of moved away from that so that you could have local applications and run them locally. Whereas uh, I don't think a device like this would be set up to work that way that, you know, you would have to be online in order to keep the information that you're working with in relation to the company that you work for, it would all have okay. to be secure. So all of your files would also be secure back at the, the, the main location. Okay. 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 Um, question three is, would you still be able to communicate with other people using the same service? Not necessarily what, what? all the people in your organization, but other people that, you know, maybe outside of your organization in, in a Skype or VoIP like. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think that through, you'd have to, because they've still going to make things work. And right. I have so to email and yeah. Yeah. And also with teams, you know, uh, and Skype, right. we are linked up with organizations. You mean Microsoft teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So that, that wouldn't change at all. Okay. Because you'd have to, else there'd, be, else there'd be no point in you being able to work from home. You've got to be able to do that because, you know, many of our jobs relies on the fact that you've got to um, talk to people outside. Still, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and this is one of the things that makes it very different 
from what terminals used to be because it was, it was all inclusive back then. Um, number four, well, this, I don't know if this question makes any sense. Would you still be able to use it locally? And by, I think what I meant by that was, um, while not connected to the, you know, your, your work network or something along those lines. I would say they would try and encourage, um, you to actually always be online. Uh, unless there was an issue with connectivity for for whatever reason, um, I think you would be very much in, encouraged to um, to always be online with it. Okay, uh, would it be secure? And how However, how would you secure just, it? Just just go, just going back, just sure. going back to that though, they would have to make sure though that you could still do some work uh, in one form or another because sometimes you know things go wrong um and when things go down then you you still got to be able to do some some amount of work so i think there would be some applications you know that for example um 365 may well still be uh, installed locally so that you can actually still yeah, install, go into yeah. word or excel or powerpoint yeah, or something yeah, along those yeah, lines your, yeah. your typical you know work applications yeah Okay, would it be secure, and in what manner would it be secured? I think it would be exactly secure the way it is now, to be honest with you. As I say, that's why I laughed at the very start, because to be t- perfectly honest with you, um, we we have a, a lot of good processes for working at home at the moment. Right. Um, so, and the same security would have to be in place. Um, but that's probably going to be using some some VPN process to log into your systems. So basically uh, it would, because right now the big problem that I'm finding with people in, in my organization is that nobody was ready for this and the solutions. Yeah, I know the solutions that have been put out are, you know, they work as long as you understand the process of making it work. So, yeah. So I, I, I think I'm now getting where you're coming from on this, this whole questioning process, because um, our organization was very much ready. We already had a cer- certain amount of process processing where, where things um, meant that people could work from home as long as, as long as you had the capability to do s- such a thing, like have reasonable uh, connectivity, right? Uh, and you had a laptop of, of, or tablet of some sort. But actually, even in in this process, we've had people taking home their their desktops um, so that they could work from home. And in that process, the biggest hurdle that we've we've hit is VPN licenses and making sure that we could get enough uh, VPN licenses for those applications which are required for you to be on the network because. Um, signing in through uh, 365 is, is a slightly different process and you can actually still work locally by signing in uh, with your credentials through 365 and get a hold of uh, lots of um, the items that you need. But those applications where you needed a VPN access, um, those are where we struggled early doors because it was a sudden requirement for everybody to be getting, getting in. Whereas I think it sounds like um, the difference between our two organizations is that there was already a lot of activity of people being able to work from home. So it was just a notch up, you know, it was turning up to 11. Right. Uh, whereas you were kind of, okay, we've got, we've got to turn this on now. And yeah. it, that's where it's probably fall, fallen over for you. Well, there were, I mean, there, there were a lot of people 
that had the capability of working from home. Uh, but most people didn't because essentially management always wanted people to be in the office. I think mostly so that they can say, yeah, you're there in the office. So therefore you're in the office, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, because you know, cause management of course wants to keep tabs on everyone all the time that is under their, under their thumb. God, I, it makes it sound so bad. You're under my thumb. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know okay. What you mean. So when it came, when push came to shove and all of a sudden everybody couldn't be there. Well, there were a lot of people that either weren't set up to have online access to our organization or the uh, IT support for suddenly having everyone trying to get access just wasn't ready. Mm. And you know, this, this, this happens and we're slugging through it. All right. Well done. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I mean, most organizations and whether large or small are mostly reactive instead of proactive. And that's, that's where the rubber hits the road. Okay. Moving on from that. Uh, how much would the provider know about what you're doing online? So when you say the provider, are you talking about your ISP or are you, are you talking about this box? Uh, talking about either the, the people that you work for, which the answer of that would be everything. Yes. Or the system of how you connect up to where you work. Uh, and a good example of this is what's, what happened with Zoom. Where as it, as it turned out, yes, people from the outside, you know, you had an end to end encryption. So people from the outside couldn't see what you were doing or break in, but the keeper of the keys was zoom. So they were able to hear and see everything that you were doing. Yeah, But then, yeah, but then <laughs> that's not strictly true because then they put out these linkages where people could almost second guess what the linkage was and get in. Well, because yeah, because there was, there was, yeah, that was actually worse than what I just said. It's been, it's been zoom bombing, isn't there? So that's, that's not, um, I would say, um, basically they'd be able to see everything. Um, but if you're talking about ISPs, that's, that's something which is a little bit different because obviously I don't have a business line, but I've certainly got a connection out to the world, which gives me capability of having constant. And that's why I'm really quite happy that I've got asymmetrical um, up and down similar speeds. Uh, There's a lot of people in the the UK. It works that you get a much faster download speed than you do an upload speed. And that would have killed, not killed, but it would have um, really caused a lot of down. people. Yeah, it would have caused a lot of people a lot of problems. Yeah. So, and, and the funny thing um, is those people are usually like, but my download speeds are like you know, 6,000 megabits per you know, megasecond or millisecond. It's like, well, yeah, but when you've got you know, 1K up, that doesn't really help you much. No, no. Okay. okay. Um, how would this be different? than current VoIP or network digital workspaces like Citrix and others? Well, I've got a feeling that I should be asking you these questions because, um, you know, for us, it wouldn't be any different. Uh, well, I guess it would depend on whether you were dependent upon a service like Citrix. See, the, the problem right now 
is that people don't have dedicated terminals. What they have is they have Windows, Linux, or Mac OS computers that need to connect up uh, quickly and safely and securely to wherever it is that they work. So, but you're still having to go through the slog of whatever. And, you know, and I'm not calling out Microsoft. I'm not calling out Apple. I'm not calling out the various Linux distros, but none of these, none of these computers were created with the intention of using them like dumb terminals. You know, they were all set up. Well, yeah, you, you can, you know, you can do web pages and, and make movies and do all this other stuff. Whereas most organizations are like, I don't care if you can make web pages and movies and all that other stuff. So if you have a dedicated box that goes between your home and where it is you work, then you don't need something like Citrix or, you know, or other services similar to that. All you need is an internet connection and uh, you'll basically, depending on, on how this box is configured, you have end to end encryption from your box to your network. I suppose actually for a lot of people, I'm assuming that a lot of people, everybody's actually got computers and access to internet and services at home. But if I, if I think about it, I suppose what I'm not thinking about is all of those people, because this could really seriously impact those people that don't have access to those sorts of environments and rely on their work machines to occasionally do the stuff at work right and those people could well be impacted that they may initially think this is great i can now do this stuff that i did you know at work at home and i'm not saying they're abusing it i'm just saying they might just occasionally go online to do stuff because nowadays it's rare for you not to be hit with the yes just contact us online um, and I can't imagine that there's many people now that can't get online. Um, but those well, at people, least not, not would, in the countries that we live in. No, no. But this would be massively impactful on, on those people. Yes. Okay. Last question that I have here, unless you come up with anything. Uh, could your organization be separated? Notice what I did there. Be separated. I did, yes. <laughs> well done. From, well done. From others using the same service. So in other words, yeah. let's say you're using something like Citrix as, as a, as a go between, um, in essence. And yeah, you probably should have asked me this question <laughs> yeah. in yeah, essence it, for me, for me, it's an absolute, yes, you'd have to. Yes. You'd absolutely have to be able to separate because it, <laughs> you couldn't have a dedicated service for just no, one company. No. No. And survive as a separate company. No. no. Um, the way it kind of works now, and if, and if, you know, people are welcome to contradict me in the, the various ways that we'll tell you in the next section. Um, you have, you have kind of a cipher between your network, this service and the people from the outside that are connecting to that service. And it's, it's not really a one-way pass, but it's, you know, you, you have end-to-end encryption all the way across because that's the only way that it can possibly work. So if you have other services or other companies 
that are using that same service, they're still doing the exact same things that you are. They just have a, a, a different cipher in order for their company employees to reach them. I, I think a lot of these questions are really um, apt questions because the whole process of working and working from home is going to change after this. Yes. I think for everybody. So there's going to be a lot of thought going into, but I think it will be a, a an adaptation of where we are now for those companies where it works and the companies where, you know, and the organization like yourself, where perhaps they weren't quite ready, they will take a lot of the knowledge uh, from and experience from, yeah, from other organizations where they see it does work. Um, what they should have done think, in the first place. Sorry, pardon me. Um, and I don't think that, they, you know, a a new dedicated dumb box, let's not call it, it's not, I know it's not going to be a dumb box completely, but where you get a dedicated uh, server at home um, would be a service which people would be looking out to do because you, you're, you're tying yourself down to that, that particular um, device and that environment so heavily that it could be very restrictive and a lot of organizations have even found that with windows to be honest with you because you know they've got dedicated software and they've moved on you know so many iterations of windows that that dedicated software hasn't moved on with it um either because it does the job and it's perfectly and and this is this is the problem with making an absolutely fantastic piece of software or device if it's so good that it just works and works and works and works you could end up going out of business because you've got no way of continuing your income <laughs> um and you've got to put it and make sure that you've got an income stream and a process to 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 be able to continue your organization or be able to spread your wings into other other areas uh, i actually disagree i think i think that <clears throat> For the vast, Shocker. I know, <laughs> the, for the vast majority of people, um, unless they had IT support to help them set up, and we get back to the, the VCR flashing 12 over and over again question or argument, having, having a box that, that someone from their company just hands them and say, plug this into your wall and you'll be able to work from home is something that in the current environment is, is going to be a, a huge market for somebody. No, I, I, I disagree with you because I think that's what they're doing with the devices that we we're buying at the moment. Uh, but see, but those are, service. those are windows and Mac and, and Linux and all the rest of that. And the only company, the only company that makes anything even really yeah, close is Google. Yeah, but it's it's really I mean it's it you you are going down a whole new environment which is mm -hmm. going to be a big investment. Um, so uh, you know companies like that, I, I I just can't see it. I just can't see it. Well, remember that now, phones be, and everything else are mostly be, browser based. I, I all think, of the applications. I think, it, I think it could be. I think it could be in those environments where security is absolutely key. That could be an environment where this sort of thing might might be useful, but I think other environments they just won't they they just won't do it because as I say, we were pretty much ready. There was only a few things really which had to be done. It's things like I know that I've now got a reminder because everybody was set set up pretty. They didn't forget this. This was all in a pack that was came came out to uh, our people saying, set yourself a reminder in your phone 
to go in and change the Windows password on a monthly basis in case you don't come into the office because the Windows password will then lock you out of your machine if you're not careful. Yeah. So, and then you, you know, can't we get were, back in without going And then you the can't office. get back in. Yeah, that's right. And that's, and there was loads of little bits of nuggets of information like that which came out to us before we kind of stopped and, and went home. So, you know, there was an awful lot of readiness for people to be able to homework. So uh, a lot of forethought. So I think really it would be a security, highly secure environment that would require a dedica dedicated um, server such as you're talking about, I think. Okay. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to agree to disagree. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for this section, guys. Unless you have okay. anything else? Good. Um, no, I've got nout. I've, I've got to say that I did not have a whole lot of confidence in this section when I first wrote it. And I am, I have to admit that I am a little stunned that we got as much out of it as we did. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, they talked for an hour. What? <laughs> All right. Everyone, please. Stand by to stand by because in the next section it's going to be more gas and guy shenanigans. Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever, every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network. The fastest way to find and learn how to skip or unsubscribe to podcasts. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is point three, guys. Point three. I like point three. I do too. And so well, you know what that means. I do. You have to say it. It means you're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tips. CDO, CDO, CDO. It is. It is. Yes, definitely CDO. Um, this is a, a very, very quick one. In Spotlight, when you're searching for a file, um, the, the, there's, a, there's a quick tip which I think I've given before, which if you press Command, okay, it shows at the bottom of the file, uh, the um, pop-up menu, the location of that file that you might have put. In when you were searching for it. If you press um, uh, R, Command and R at the same time, um, or it's not Command and R, it's just R, actually, I'm lying to you. But if you press R, <laughs> Don't lie to once, me. You, once you've found that, um, uh, that, um, that item, do you know, I'm just trying it as we do it, and it's now not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a command, it's command, command Q. Command Is it Command no, Q? No, 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 it's not Command Q. It's not Command Q. <laughs> so if you, when you press Command, it shows you the location of the, a particular file that you might be looking for. If you, while still holding Command, then press R, it opens 
a finder window on that location with that file. And that, for me, is really, really useful. That is clear as mud. Clear as mud now. I'm nodding my head. <laughs> Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah, what a lot of people want is a uh, is command G-S-U, which would be guy shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, yeah, I'd agree with that. People want that. Oh, oh you do? Hit it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Do you have a, uh, a pick this week, guys? I do, but it, it's it right. It's, it's kind of Matt related in so much as it helps me taking pictures with my um, DSLR, which I can then put on my Mac ha! Uh-huh. Uh, and display on my Apple TV. It's 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 from a company called Pixel, or it's called a Pixel. Yeah, it's called the Pixel TW-283. Now the link is to a an, an Amazon.co.uk um, list of articles. Um, This is basically a wireless remote um, control for your camera. So you can um, you can either use it to set up timers. um, You can do time lapse on it. You can or you can put a little dongle on the top and then you can up to about 20 or 30 meters, possibly even longer, um, remotely control the shutter. So your camera could be next to or in a position and you could be sat in the comfy seat back in the shed somewhere uh pressing the button to take pictures or you can set it up for time lapse all sorts of stuff nice. now that now there is a list it, it, this was quite cheap i think it was about 40 pounds in the yeah. uk um so that's a pretty good price for this sort of device um and uh it's arrived it's actually arrived and i've been trying it out and so far it's, it's good and i've seen a couple of other reviews and I've, I've picked up a review from someone else that said it was quite good so that's the reason i i've chosen it um, but there are, it all depends what camera you've got, Carl. As to which version, <laughs> Not that we're as calling to, you out, Carl. Carl, um, as, as to which version you get for your camera. So right. it might be, uh, it might be something that you want to look at, Carl, for your camera that you <laughs> just might have bought recently, Carl. Carl. Um, yeah, so, but it's, it's, a uh, it's for this sort of device, that's a really good price. Um, uh, and it, everything looks quite strong and yeah, go for it. Have a look at it. It's, um, basically a wireless timer on remote control for your camera. Nice. Um, my pick has a bit of a story mm. as most of these things do. Uh, as, as you may or may not know, Gaz, I've done a couple of how to's on how to use audio hijack and loopback from rogue amoeba over on the YouTubes. Yes. And every once in a while, when someone sees them, uh, I've gotten, actually, I've gotten quite a few compliments over it, which I always, you know, tilts my head up and, uh, I'll get questions from people on how to do certain things. And one of the questions that came up was, well, how can I using audio hijack and loopback have multiple people on Skype and record each of their, you know, audio bits separately. And my answer to them was, well, you can't not using audio hijack and loopback. But as I discovered with the help of David Ginsburg and, um, Chuck Joyner, there is a solution and it is called, a call recorder for Skype from Ecamm. It's about 
and you can have up to three other people besides the host all recording and talking at the same time. And with the tools that they provide, break out that audio and video into four separate files. Cool. And it's about $40, which is really cheap when you think about it. So uh, I still need to do a, uh, I'm going to do a video on it eventually, eventually, and get that up on YouTube on how to use it and some of some of the use cases that you may have for it. But this was, you know, because I had actually asked both Dave and Chuck to be on Skype with me, and they both grumbled about it because they both hate Skype. Uh, but once we kind of stumbled into this, and it wasn't the direction that we were originally going, because I was actually originally trying to figure out how to use Audio Hijack and Loopback to do this. Once we once we kind of figured this part of it out, then they were both like, "Wow, I may incorporate this into what it is that I do." So yeah, so call recorder from Ecamm software will allow you to break out up to four people, including the host and have separate files for both audio and video at, um, uh, 720p quality. It's 1280 by whatever the other part of that is. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. So Ecamm software or Ecamm call recorder. Just, it, just a quick question. Is it still working? Okay. For Catalina? Yes. Yes, it is. Cool. I'm using it. Good. I'm using it as we speak. Excellent. Yeah, but you're not on Catalina. <laughs> no, I am. I am on Catalina. I know. That was a joke. Oh, I, I get jokes. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Um, we actually have some audio feedback, guys. This no. Week. We do. No. And it's, it's not related to people insulting us. No, I know that that was the biggest shock for me. And it's from our good friend, uh, Tom Schmidt, who is a fellow, hey. fellow my macker. And I'm just going to play it. Cool. Good. Hi guy. And Gad. Hi. it's Tom Schmidt. Hi Tom. Former employee of WCCO television in Minneapolis and the CBS television network. Um, I can tell you exactly why they would want to have, um, their horrible sound, on these from home broadcasts because it humanizes them. They're certainly capable of making the sound better. Um, but if the sound sounds a little tinny and sketchy, like, like it is in most things like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and all of that, um, it tends to bring the hosts closer to the audience because they don't sound so studio polished. Have a great day. Stay safe. Thanks, Tom. Really appreciate the comment. I don't necessarily agree with you. I'll say that. Uh, but again, thank you so very, very much. Uh, we well, really do that, appreciate if, it. If that is a reason they're doing it, I, I think um, I think they've made a mistake. Because I, 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 I like you. I don't agree that 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 <laughs> that just. I'm just surprised at that because I get I get exactly the comment and where it's coming from and I yeah, totally understand. Yeah, I get the it. reason why. Yeah, I totally get it. Totally get it and it it kind of makes sense but um really uh really I thought we would be on that now to be honest with you. Um Well, the the fact that these people need so much help to appear human I think is the question yeah. that 
that people should be asking. <laughs> we'll leave it there and move on. Yeah. We'll leave it there. And move okay. On. Um, <laughs> speak, speak, speaking of humans, if you would like to support this human, you can do so with uh, a Patreon contribution, patreon.com forward slash Mac Parrot, a coffee. And I, I got, um, I got a couple of coffees last week. Thank you to both, to both of those people that did so. KO dash F I dot com forward slash Mac Parrot. Or you can also do it through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash Mac Parrot. Everything goes to helping support, uh, not just all those microphones that I buy. <sighs> for uh the various podcasts that i do but also for connectivity and, and other services that i'm paying for out of my own pocket i really appreciate it now gaz if people wanted to contact you there must be some way that they can do it there is there is well this is when you you tell us it's just a superb <laughs> way it, it's it's modern technology Ooh. at its absolute best um okay see how's that so, work <laughs> send an email Ooh. with your client of pot choice to gaz gaz cars mymac.com or twitters the twitters on your twittered machine <laughs> yes your devices uh <laughs> twitter.com forward slash gazmaz gaz Cars. you can also send a twitter to both guy and myself twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g-u-y-a-n-d-g-a Z. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. That's F W E D B A C K at mymac.com. Now. Yeah. Right. Guy. Guy? Yeah. You remember Guy? Yeah, yeah. Guy's the one. Pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain. No, no. They never do. Nice edit. Very nice edit. Now, um, so guy was paid at seventy five grand. <laughs> I was paid seventy five grand. I wish, oh. I wish that was Bart, you know wasn't was it? Guy? Wasn't that did Bart Bouchard? Did, did you hear that? Just, just shut up and listen okay. for a minute. Do we know it was a guy? <laughs> that was Allison. Okay, good. Right. Ready, ready. Yeah, I like to go with guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, if. I'd like to go with Guy. You'd like to go with Guy, and you'd like to get... An email from Guy. How would they do it? <laughs> Hold on a sec. Oh, my, did you, was that stuff that you pulled from them, or did they did they send that to you specifically no, for this? No, I pinched it. No, I pinched it. Okay, good. <laughs> Every time I hear someone say Guy, I try and record it now. Okay. I don't see why... I, I can't possibly see how that could go wrong. Not in any way, shape, or form. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, my email address is guy at mymac.com. Uh, I am also on the Twitters. I am both Mac Parrot. Come on. I know it's there. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, boy. I was holding my breath. And uh, Vert Shark. Um, should we go for I think you should go with the 65 Chablis. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Perfect. And Gaz, just like we we now have three people that know how to use our Skype number. That's great. And I think I you know at this at this at this point, 
when we get to show 10,000, we'll be up to like 25 people. And that's, that's important. We have, we have a Skype telephone number. We do. We don't. We do. It's one or plus one outside of the United States. 703-436-9501. That number again, Gaz, is one or plus one outside of the United States. (sighs) Area code 703-436-9501. Or if you can't be bothered to type in one or plus one, just open up your Skype app and type in 703-436-9501. Yeah. That's that's all you got to do. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Well, then I will say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who downloads and listens, listens to the MyMac.com podcast. Gaz and I, even if he's not saying it, are very, very appreciative of the fact that- I, I don't say it because you always say oh, it. Oh, well, that's true. I think it. Every time, every every single time, and Gaz, every I think time. that we're good what? enough. No, we're not. Well, that's 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 my story, and okay, I also think that we're smart enough. No, we're not. That's again, you know, it, it's it is a work of fiction, but that is my story. It is, yeah, okay. And that dog gone it woof woof woof. It does seem so. Yeah, people still, in spite of everything, they still like us. Warn du dem blieft mat nascht sieden din hun da muss in dun erinnern dat will wön dinin del schaffen am hüglich risko sin de sid relativ sicke sie sin net end Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Is there... Itself. It's like, shut up, Frank. Let's see. Shut the f*** up. What the, what the f*** does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah. What snakes are? Are snakes themselves. What? What? Snakes are what snakes are. <laughs> Snaky. Snaky. Snakish to the nth degree. They are so snaky. It's snake-like. I do love watching you on Facebook um, looking perplexed <laughs> at a screen. Oh, while well, I'm trying to figure something out. Yeah. 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 You and, just kind of- and the problem is I don't have any choice because if I just set it to private, then I get, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, you look into the void and the void looks back. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you can't, you can't set it to private. And get the same experience as having other people able to see it. Now, I mean, what I could have done was deleted it afterwards. But honestly, where's the fun in that? You know, I, I want people to be able to see see me for for the uh, occasional buffoon that I am as I'm trying to figure something out. I don't care. 
Okay. I didn't know if I was just rambling. Well, <laughs> never mind. That's that's a given. Yeah. That's a given. As compared to a gibbon. Which that which is, is def- not, I don't believe is an ape. I think that's a monkey. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, see you learn things when you listen to this show. It well, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I like the uh, wall graves. <laughs> that was best. as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, wall graves." Yeah, they won't be sponsoring this podcast anytime soon. <laughs> Buy all your medications at Wall Graves. Wall Graves are us. A subsidiary, a subsidiary, a subsidiary of dieeveryonedie.com. Okay. My watch is telling me it's time to stand. Bugger off. Yeah. Off watch. (laughs) Who are you to tell me to stand up? Yeah. F F all. F all. F all all watch. watch. Dumbass. (laughs) Yeah. That's uh, I want to make an operating system called the F all operating system. Yeah. It wouldn't really yeah. do anything. So in other words, it would do F all. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I want us to be sponsored by, um, um, nobody because you know, when you can trust nobody, <laughs> nobody foods. Oh, you can trust us from the name alone. Who's in Go charge? Ahead. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> that would be that would be the overall corporate tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who can you contact for all of your service needs? Who can Nobody. you call? Nobody. Nobody. It's the lower. <laughs> it's the le. As, it's the le. As Clisser would say. Does your dog bite? <laughs> that no. is not my dog. My dog. <laughs> God, that still cracks me up. <laughs> what a brilliant line. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Does your dog bite? No. No. Yeah, he just bit me. Did that is not, not my dog. My dog. <laughs> oh, or when he when he's pretending to be the, the dentist and he's and the, the 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 really weird part is his boss, uh, what was his name? Uh Herbert Lom was the actor's name. Uh Chief Inspector Dreyfus. Dreyfus, that was his name, was really, at least as far as his character goes, a very smart person. And yet he could not see through that just horrible disguise as a dentist that Clouseau had in that movie. And then, you know, they're passing the, the nitric oxide back and forth and basically getting stoned. And then Clouseau pulls the wrong tooth. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's he's sitting there just laughing in the corner going, only one man could pull the wrong tooth. It's Clouseau. Kill him. Oh, those, all those movies were so good. And I know, I know that, um, crap, what's his name? Um, actor that played Clouseau. Um, oh, blimey. Yeah. Oh, damn, damn it. Go on, I'll let you find it. Okay, because we have to. We have to find it. You can't let something like that go. Uh, Pink Panther. Uh, Peter Sellers. God, how could I forget that? I know, I know. I mean, I could remember Herbert Lom, 
but I couldn't remember yeah. Peter Sellers. So yeah. that's uh, that's it. That's all we have for the podcast today. That's all we have, is it? Is that it? Yeah, well, sorry. that'll do me. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just it. weird that, you that's know, 40, 45 minutes before we were set to record, we had nothing. Nothing. I tell had, you, nothing. We had absolutely And squat. when we finished, we've still got, got nothing. nothing. <laughs> Pretty much nothing. Now, so are you okay for next week? I assume you uh, are. Let me, let, Everybody, me, uh, let, me, yeah. let me look at my calendar. I could be quite uh, busy. Where am I uh, going? Uh, oh, I've got uh, nothing on. <laughs> yeah. 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 We could do next week. Yeah. We were originally yeah. beginning of May. We were, oh, God, do you guys have Ticketron over there in the UK? Ticketron. Ticketron. Yeah. What's Ticketron? No. It, it's a company here in the States that pretty much has a monopoly right. on. Uh, ticket sales. So, uh, no, if, Ticketmaster is here. Ticketmaster. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. Ticketmaster. Yeah. So, if you want to go to an American football game yeah. or hockey, yeah. you, you have, to, have yeah. to go through yeah. Ticketmaster. Yeah. So that's where I got those tickets for that that Jimmy Buffett play that we were going to go down to Durham, uh, North Carolina, to see. And and they won't do you a refund. It's not even that they won't do me a refund. Um, the facility, Durham, whatever the hell the name of the of the venue is have postponed it oh. un- from May until February of 2021. Yeah. That's the worst thing. And what this does, this gives Ticketmaster a way out from yeah. having to do refunds. Yeah. yeah. And God damn it. That pissed me off. Yeah. You know, it, it's like you guys make a lot of money from people buying, you know, tickets to sporting events and concerts and all the rest of that. And in a time when a lot of people are struggling, a lot of venues are struggling, you're not going to do refunds because you don't have to, because the venue hasn't actually canceled yeah, the event. Yeah, that's really annoying. And I was able to cancel uh, the rental car. I was able to cancel the hotels, but now I have to wait to see what happens almost all the way up to February. So Ticketmaster gets to hold on to all of my money. Yep. Up until the point when they either cancel the show or I contact them and just say, well, sell my tickets for which I'll get a pittance back from what the ticket crazy. price originally was. And it's wrong. And it just, it's, it's, it Ticketmaster has, if, if I had some other choice than Ticketmaster, I would choose it every single time. Yeah. You guys suck. Yeah. Anyway, that one's not go necessarily in. the people. No, it's going to go in. I don't care. Ooh. Um, the, the, the people that work for Ticketmaster, the, you know, the, the regular Joe's that work for oh, yeah, J- yeah. Jane's yeah. and Joe's, you know, I, I don't yeah. have a problem with you, but your company and the upper management of your company sucks balls. <laughs> what you think, think yeah. what you say. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I should, I should probably rephrase that. They really suck yeah. balls. There, yeah. Dad, Dad, um, <laughs> you, you know that job you you were going to offer me at Ticketmaster. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to get it now. Yeah, because guy says they suck balls. <laughs>